Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. All right. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Ron Cowgill. The Mighty House team is on the air. This is where we discuss all your home improvement issues, from foundation leaks to roof repairs. Do you have a problem with your house and don't know what to do? Well, you can give us a call. Mm-hmm. It's 877-711-5611. Maybe you need to know how to install a tile floor, repair a plumbing problem, or place a switch or an outlet. Give us a call, 877-711-5611. We've got open phones right now, so get your questions in. In the first hour... We're changing things up a little bit. We're going to have Mr.'s floor in about 7:20, and then nice. uh, we'll be taking your phone calls. And of course, we've got the Mighty House Tip of the Week with Rich Calgo. In the second hour, we're just going to be taking your phone calls. We got answering emails, and then uh, we'll have Robbie with Clutter Clarity. And in the third hour is all phone calls and you. And then we've got a little treat for you in the third hour. So you cookies? Get, you, no, no, no. You get to see the train wreck of what it is to uh, make a. 30-second spot. <laughs> and uh, so we'll do that live on the air, maybe. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see if Randall lets us do that. Do that at the top of the hour break, and then the Facebook Live people can do it. Oh, you have the five, six minutes to kill. Yes, there you go. We could do that, too. Uh, you can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers, Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Maggie Rad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. com? No, no, not yet. Okay. You have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. <laughs> You're screwing with your headphones. I figured that'd help. <laughs> and Rich helped, and everybody jumped in to help you this morning. That's right. Why did people need help? Uh, I don't know. You're here. Good. Why did Rich morning. jump in to help me this morning? <laughs> I just saw you walk by. I wasn't sure if you were set up, and actually, I was just messing around. Uh huh. That's just what I like to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you okay, go. Okay, now it's I It's going to be hear. a long day today. Why is it going to be a long day? And why did you jump in to help? I was here. He couldn't I see that you were No, you were, you were here. here. He saw you walk by, is what he said, but he didn't know that you were prepared and ready for that. Oh. <laughs> Why is it going to be a long day, Rich? Just because. Did you get a, you got all your grouting done? Dude, I'm all done. I've got them coming. The, the shower door should be installed Wednesday, and the uh, they're coming Monday to measure, to do the granite. Right. The top. Okay. So hopefully by Saturday, next Saturday, I will be 100% done with this bathroom. So you're doing a undermount sink then, or is it a drop yes. in? Yes. Okay. So undermount. Okay. Yep. And it just and I went to my granite supplier and um, walked their yard and this is 48 inch vanity base. I need a piece of stone, uh, like 54 inches by 49 inches. Yeah. Uh, so I bought a remnant. Right. Which we already pay for our scrap. 
So all I'm paying for <laughs> is install. Right. That's not bad. No. It's nearly, well, it's still 300 bucks, but. Still. That, yeah. It's not well, bad. I mean, guy's got to drive all the way here, scribe it. You know what I mean? It's, sure. It's like even then, it sounds like a lot in a way, in some respects, but it's like, no, that's free. Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's that cost. That's yeah. That's that's amazing. So, so yeah, no, it's uh, no, it's coming out good. So I, you know, I installed the uh, Gabaret in wall tank in a uh, nice Toto toilet. Sure. And I have to tell you that I had a problem with the um, you know you had the two push buttons on the Gabaret. Yeah. So they give you those little plastic things that you got to stick in there and twist. Sure. It's one to lock the cover plate, but the other set is your push rods to operate the toilet. Yeah, to act to activate it. Well, they're made to be broken off. Oh, you know, shorten them up to yeah. get them just right. Yeah. I didn't want to break off too much because you can't glue them back together either. <laughs> so I'm putting them in there. Thing won't operate. You know, uh-huh. didn't realize they were bottoming out. Okay. Um, so it wouldn't operate. So I broke them off. I'm like, you know, well, they're too short. They're too short. But then actually, after looking at how it all went together, I could even shorten them more. But anyway, broke them to the last bit, put it together. Boom. Done. Works nice. Excellent. Quiet, too. Yeah. Compared to a standard toilet. So. Well, sure. Yeah. All that's buried back in the wall. So you don't hear all the yeah. commotion going on. The commotion. So. Yeah. What's wrong? So, yeah. What are these? They're headphones. From where? They're Ben Mars. They're they're uh, short straws. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. I brought those in. Oh, you brought those in. You brought short these in. Same ones. Yeah. Are they antiques? No, no, they're brandy new ones. I okay. First them. of all, they're bigger than page. my head. Yeah. And second of all, it's like I'm Princess Leia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and nothing. Okay. So can I can I tell my funny story? Rich doesn't know my funny story. Ron knows my funny story. Yeah. Should we take a phone call first and then we go to your funny God, story? God, I hope this is funny. <laughs> you know what? Again, just like Randall, I don't need a reason to leave. I can just walk out the door. So giving me a reason is just encouraging me to leave. Okay? But no, who please. Will bring the breakfast burritos? Yeah, let, let's go to the phone call and then we'll and then we'll take care of this. All right. They're pushing the button for me. Hey, Henry, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Hey, good morning. Um, morning. I listen to you guys every so often. I'm, and I'm sorry. I'm telling the young man, uh, my friend and I installed a hot water heater, and we forgot to put that plastic sleeve on the uh, copper pipe that feeds the water into the hot water heater. Um is it, is, am I going to be okay? The plastic well, sleeve. I, I, if you're talking about a dielectric union, no, you're not going to be okay. You're be, yes, yes, be bad yes, in, yes, yes. Yeah, it's going to be bad in a year. So I would suggest you just turn the water off and break down and yeah, well, get it, that nipple on there. So there, here you got you have two choices. You can use that dielectric union, um, which works fine. Uh, the other is just to put in a brass nipple into the top of the water heater, and then you come off of that. With uh, with a coupling, and then you can go to copper or do whatever you're going to do. Excuse me. Yeah, unless Henry, do you know what a dielectric whatever is? Dielectric union. Y- yes, I know uh, what that is. That okay. comes. Uh, That's okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes, you get two of them. Uh, it goes on each one on the on okay. the uh, on, on the one and that goes the into the, hot of the water heater. Water heater. Yeah, and the one then the feeder that goes the hot water to everywhere in the house, so- but. Like I said, we forgot to put the the plastic one uh-huh. on the hot water side. 
and you say, I got to get that back in there. Well, could, if, could I just cut it? Could I just cut that little plastic sleeve and put it in there? Cut the plastic sleeve. Oh, so the no, yeah, like have that. slice it. Oh, no, 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 no. Because it, it's it, that's guaranteed to leak. Now, is the rest of your house galvanized pipe or is it um, is it no. copper? It's copper. Okay, so then you need it. Yeah, if that, that was the other thing. If you live in an older home and you still have galvanized pipe, you don't need to worry about a, a brass nipple or a dielectric union. It's only when you're going from uh, iron pipe, which is what the water heater's made of, to ca- copper, then you need right. that dielectric. Yeah. So, okay, so I do have to. Yep. Re- replace yeah, you do want to get that in there. Get it yep. in there. Yep. Yep. Sorry, buddy. And, and then, no problem. And then, just one other question. Sure. Would that cause? I have a well. Uh-huh. Would that ca- cause my water to be so bad again, where you know, you can smell the rust? Uh, okay. It, yeah. It, no, it's you know what that is. Since we, we, Rich has got your, the answer. Go, Rich. Yeah, your water heater has an anode rod in it that is a sacrificial rod so that the contaminants in water do not t- attack the water heater. And when they break down, they make hydrogen sulfide and it starts stinking. And depending on whether you have city water or well water, there's a different rod you need to put in there. So you probably, and Bob can write in and yes. scare oh, wow. away for yes. me, please, Bob, write yes. in. <laughs> One is for like city water, and I don't know the composition, but we have a listener who knows everything there is about water heaters. Yes. So he'll be writing in shortly. So listen for a little while or send me an email, and we will send you, which probably is going to be a novel by the time I get his email. <laughs> and I do, and I we mean, love that you. All. <laughs> yeah, sincerity. We do. Yes. Okay. Yes. We love you guys. But anyway, too. no, Thank this you. guy knows everything. So he's going to respond to this, I'm sure. Yeah. And then we will forward it to you so send me an email at rich at mightyhouse.net and i will send this to you but it's the anode rod so when you pull the water heater apart to put that dielectric union in you unscrew the anode rod that will come out from the top and you drop a new one in yep and then that that smell will go away and if you have a really good softener you take that anode rod out and leave it out like my water heater in my old house i never had one in there but i had a very good softener where do you pick up those rods plumbing supply stores yeah. Plumbing supply house. Yeah, like Crawford okay. Supply, something like that. So, hey, we got to take a break. I appreciate the phone call, buddy. Okay, guys, have a good day. All right. Thanks. All right, we'll Bye-bye. take a quick break. We'll come back with Robbie's story next. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. <laughs> she got to build fast. Cement drawing. All right, let's see. Uh, English side ruined. Must use French instructions. Le Grill? What the hell is that? It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, we're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Fleur helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Fleur cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFleur.com. A little tickle in the throat. Oh, yeah? I couldn't get it out. Patreon. If you go go to Patreon.com backslash Mighty House, you can uh, uh, help support the show right there and get some... Backslash or forward slash. Yeah, one of those. It's this way. <laughs> it goes like this. 
I know I never it's just a voice one. It's the one down by the shift button there, I think, or something like that. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah, next the one, to the, the lower one, not the one up top. Right. Yeah, no, the one down by the shift button with the question mark on it. That one. Yeah, that one. So yes. Patreon slash Mighty House, and you can help support the show right there. We've got a lot of exclusive That's content crazy. on there. And uh, some of the stuff we're doing is uh, we've got checklists for a uh, if you're remodeling your kitchen or your or your uh, bathroom, we've got uh, a checklist that you can download and actually use to help uh, not only price out your your project but uh, get make right. sure you're getting all the parts and pieces put together. So uh, Patreon.com/slash Mighty House and uh, check us out right there. And <laughs> Igor's trying to get into the screenshot there. You got to get shorter. I'm going to drop to my knees in a minute. <laughs> oh, wait. I'll stand up. There we go. No, there. no, no. It's okay. Yeah, there. Guys, I'll stand up. Okay. We got it. Let's try that. Try that. Where are we? Are we good? Yeah. So if Aaron's sick, you're going to be sick in a couple days, right? So I really don't want to. I've been sick for talking into a jar. Weeks. Yeah. No, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to cover for Randall while he's gone here. Getting <clears throat> oh. there. Randall's okay. showing off his belly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Let's try that. Try that one there. There we go. Is that better? I don't know. Ooh. There, Ooh. Now, now you're a little right. hot. Yes. Can, can we fix the mics, Randall? Okay. <laughs> he, he went with <laughs> I don't back. know. He's, can we? What, what do you want? You want the cameras working or you want the mics working? Yeah. Which one do you want? Is is that what it is that how it works, Randall? All right. There yeah. we go. <laughs> he just turned his hands up and said, I don't know. You know, I don't yeah, know. I know. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, cool. So uh, real quick, before we get into Mr.'s floor, we were in the last segment there, we were talking dielectric unions. You want to give us a quick rundown of what that is, Rich? Um, they're just technically, it's just a, a fitting that's typically stainless uh, so that you don't have the electrolysis, the reaction between two dissimilar metals, the iron in the water heater and the copper piping in your house. So you have to put something in between there. So, and a lot of them have a plastic fitting in there so that's plastic to plastic basically correct internally so it's like a plastic it's just something washer. you should always do when you replace your water heater pick that up correct yeah so you can use a dielectric union or you can use a brass nipple so you just buy a three-quarter nipple that's you know uh three-quarter by two put that into the water heater first and then come off of that in your copper and then you're rocking and rolling you're fine so mm -hmm. i like doing that because unions tend to to leak especially the dielectric ones so that's right. There we go. But you're okay. in Union Town, so it should work. Yeah. Keep talking amongst yourselves. We're watching some Facebook videos. Oh, yeah. Here. What are you guys watching? We're watching my friend's Rottweiler's first time on ice. So cute. Uh, I know. And hey, then we're Randall, can we get See, uh, again, Igor's they mic? They can on? just talk amongst themselves. Yeah. <laughs> when the technical <laughs> stuff is done, let us know. All right. Go ahead. And then we're go watching ahead, a sloth hear me? Yes, on a kitchen got. counter, and he's just laying there eating like salad, just laying on the kitchen counter, like. Uh huh. Yeah, so we've got fun videos to watch. She looks like Princess Leia. Yeah. <laughs> I'd high-five you, but you got Jeremy germs. Yeah, Aaron is Jeremy this morning, so we put him over in the corner. Yeah. It's okay. And it's Rich okay. is safe. Yeah. Always. I will try not to Always. breathe over here. <laughs> right. Cool. So uh, end of the year, you guys busy right now? 
We are. We are. People are trying to wrap up some projects and uh, get things done. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're doing our best to get everything done by the holidays for them. <laughs> Come on, I need this done before Christmas. Which Christmas? Right. <laughs> That's the good answer, exactly. right there. Exactly. Yeah. Christmas nineteen. Sure, no problem. Got you absolutely. covered. Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting, Ron. So you know, we we're busy, busy all summer long. You yeah. Know, people are taking vacations and. You know, we're trying to get projects done. And then there's that, that segment of the of the clientele that just decides that they're going to wait until Friday yes. of like the week before Thanksgiving to say, okay, we're going to get this large project done and we're going to call Mr. Floor and we're going to call him on Friday afternoon and we're going to say, can you start next week? Sure. And, and that will be the week of Thanksgiving. And then they want it done either that week or they want it done right before, you know, Christmas or, or New Year's. Yes. It's just, it's not possible. I Correct. mean, you know, product needs to get ordered. Uh, labor has to be organized. We have to get you on the production schedule. I mean, you know, you know how it is. There are oh, things sure. that need to get organized to get a project done, and people just think they can snap their fingers and. But the past ten you know. years, they pretty much could do that. You Thank know you. I yeah. was just going <laughs> to say, Ron always says, you know what? It's a good problem to have. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's absolutely. a good yes. problem. But there was a period of time there where. You called and we go, okay, yeah, we'll be there next week. No problem because yeah. there just wasn't a lot of work. But now um, everybody's wanting something done. Right. And uh, with, a, with a labor shortage that we've got today, there's just, you can't find people to do anything. So yeah, that's true. You're, you're using the good guys you've got and backing them up. And, you know, that's, that's where you're at. Well, you, know? you always find more labor or get the job done in short order. They just have to pay three times the rate <laughs> yeah. and they're not willing yeah. What are the four things, Rich? I was trying to think of it the other day. You could have it good, fast, cheap. No, three. three oh, things. three. Okay. Three things in construction, speed, quality, and price, and you can only get two. Pick two of them. Two out of the three. Right. Yeah. I would like it fast and good. Then you're going to pay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sliding See? scale there, Robbie. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, and that's why that, that, that holds true. And it doesn't mean you're going to pay through the nose. It's not going to be ridiculous, but you're not going to get it for half nothing and have speed and quality. Right. And that's why that little triangle works. This is what you get, pick two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, Ron, to your point, you know, from the last 10 years when it was a little slower, people think that they can get it fast and cheap still. Sure. Right. right. And it just can't happen. Right. You know, the, the Chinese. What does? You give up quality. Well, so you you yeah. wind up giving up quality, right? But but for example, I'll go. give you a simple example. So the 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 Chinese tariffs, right, right, have really done an incredible job uh, of increasing costs of a lot of flooring. There's a lot of flooring that's manufactured in Asia, mm-hmm. primarily in China, and we have seen an inflation in material costs. So even if we can keep a lid on labor, which we can't because there is a labor shortage, mm-hmm. so we're having a you know, hire guys that know what they're doing, and and you know, to keep them, you have to pay them a premium, which are all good things. And you're stealing from other guys. And we're trying to steal from, <laughs> right, right, right. right. Um, but the the other component is you've got an inflation on materials. All of the lumber that's coming in is now, you know, finished finished flooring is more expensive. Mm-hmm. So we can't give it to you fast, and we can't give it to you cheap anymore for all those reasons. Yep. yep. You know, and it and it's a legitimate issue. Right. So I got a question too. That's why uh, we're using American-made lumber. Flooring yeah. now. Yeah. 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 Good luck no finding. Imported. Good luck finding quality. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Now, uh, you could go with this LVT, which we call it's luxury vinyl. Right. Right? right. right. So how many years ago did you guys do this floor? Now this is a uh, in the studio. Yeah. It's like two years. It's got to be two or three years now. Yeah. I would think. And, Look, and it looks brand new. Looks dude. pretty good. I mean, yeah. And you, you know, people are standing here all day, all the time. Right. Yep. And it, it looks amazing. So. Um, this this is really a decent product, and and uh, 
I was kind of leery about you guys saying, oh, no, let's put vinyl in there. But, right. I mean, it. But it's luxury vinyl, right? Yes, that's <laughs> it's not the your, difference. It's not your grandma's vinyl. It's, it's not, not your grandma's vinyl. vinyl. That's right, right? <laughs> 12, 12 by 12 uh, VCT. Right. Well, you know what makes this so special is, and the difference between this and, and your grandma's vinyl, you yeah. know, your grandma's vinyl, you'd have to wax periodically, right? right. This has absolutely no post-installation requirements of maintenance. I mean, you're just going to wipe it down, and that's the end of it. So you're not having to wax it. You're not having to buff it. And the other nice thing is that it's floating, meaning we don't have to glue it down to anything, and we don't need a perfect substrate. We don't need anything flat and you know those sorts yeah. of things. So it's much more forgiving because it comes in these panels that interlock, and we basically just lay it down loose over whatever the substrate is. As long as it's solid and stable, it doesn't have to be perfect, really. Mm-hmm. And it's done. And look at I me. Mean, it's been this in the studio for two years. This is not glued down. So no. no. There's no. nothing holding no. it down. Gravity. Gravity. No way. Totally. Yeah. Your body weight. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is, is, as Igor was saying, in the studio here, we did have the challenge of a imperfect substrate. Yeah. So, because we were going over some old tile and everything else. Mm. And vinyl. I think there were some areas of vinyl. Old grandma's vinyl that was still here. Yeah. So, we couldn't do uh, a lot of prep because of that. So, it's in, after a couple years, now it's all contouring to the actual uh, substrate. Yeah. So, it's not straight. No, no, no floor straight. They could be flat, not necessarily but level. Is it yeah. may not be flat either? Bumpy. Well, I mean, it is a little bumpy. Like you could see, it's, like in the corner over there, it's wavy. It behind Ron, it's a little, it's a little higher, right? And over by me, it's a little bit lower. So, which is okay for a floating floor because again, that's why I look taller in here. There you go. I thought it was just the high heels, Ron. I no, know. no, 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 no. The high heels—that's a separate issue. Yeah. Okay. So where is the seam? Show me where a seam is. So the seam is, you know, it's it's really where the two panels come together. So if you look straight down, you'll see that the panel has but, a connection between the the neighboring panel, so right? right here. Yeah, but it hasn't separated. Usually, you that's see a, a floor that's two that's or three years old, and it they they separate. The vinyl they come doesn't apart. shrink. Right. right, that's exactly you know, right. That, it, vinyl doesn't shrink; it doesn't what, move. Was that a, the the first uh, stuff like the pergos and stuff like right. whatever that stuff? Laminates, was. laminates. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those seemed like over a couple of years of consistent use, you start to see each piece because it starts, starts to, to separate. Right, and the reason for that is exactly what Rich just said. And those laminates have a, a fibrous core, right? Okay. So the core was compressed; it was MDF or HDF. It was it was fiber, mm-hmm. which means that it could take on and, and release moisture. Right, this stuff is through and through solid vinyl, so it cannot move. You can submerge it in a bucket of water, and it won't oh it won't do anything because there is no right. core, and that's why it's it's much more forgiving and much more um, uh, stable in luxurious. in hostile environment. Ex- luxurious, luxurious. There you go. <laughs> Robbie has a question. Yes, Robbie. I have to look around you for the phone number eight seven 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 one one five six one one. If you have any questions, such as my favorite question. How much does this cost compared to other flooring? And ah, so this isn't question. coming in a square. It's coming in... Big strips. In strips. Yeah. Four, yeah. Planks. Four foot so planks. this, from here to wherever the other one yeah, is... Yeah, they're usually about four foot long. That's... And then you just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 877-711-5611. You'd think I'd have this memorized by now, but it's not sticking in my brain. Uh-huh. Um, neither is where my credit card is. I don't know where it is. I lost it yesterday. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, that's exciting. I know. But it has nothing to do with Mr. Floor. Please call us if you have uh, Robbie's uh, credit card. That's yeah, exactly. right. I think it's in Barrington at a gas Squirrel! station. All right. We'll be back hey! right after this. Hey! Hey!
This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. on Facebook Live right now, brought Please. to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. Uh, podcasts of previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. And uh, you can find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. And you know where else you can learn more? Where? You can call us right now. Right now? Right now. What would that number be without looking at the wall? 877-711-5611. Good job. All right, because sister. for some odd reason, I can picture that yep. in my head. Oh, that's that's the only reason. Because in five more minutes, it's, it's gone. Squirrel. <laughs> what was that, Randall? You got it again? No, maybe. Oh, squirrel. Oh, there it goes. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. There you go. So, uh, okay, we got Mr. Floor in here. Good morning, and, uh, everybody. Good morning. You guys, uh, your your showroom is like right down the street. Yeah. It's on Oakton in Skokie, correct? Oakton and in, in, in Crawford and Skokie. We're at 3828 West Oakton Street. Yeah, and, and I have a past client now that haunts you guys and stops in and picks up floor cleaner. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, if it's okay, let me know if she becomes too much and then I can actually, I'll just deliver it to her. You know, we'll just give her the key to the place and she'll yeah. just come in and get it. No, <laughs> every day. Every day. Every day right? And then I, I get pictures randomly now of her floors done with the Mr. Floor cleaning process. She loves it. Oh, absolutely loves <laughs> she it. loves it. I, no, she's in, she's actually, she's going to have to go get some help. You were going to say she's insane. No, 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 no. He was going to say that. Yes. No, no. I she's you, rich. She <laughs> needs you. to go. She's going to need to get some help. Cause nice. Because she, she has this whole process now, and it all it all revolves around Mr. Floor Cleaning products. See? That's how nice. most people react to us. <laughs> you remember when, when, when Coca-Cola first came out, like in the early 1900s? Yeah. And they actually had a substance in there? Oh, that, sure. That, okay. So... You know, we, we have a similar uh, <laughs> type type thing that we add to our cleaning products yeah. you know, to make people really fall in love with it. You is know? that what it is? Okay. <laughs> because, you know, um, usually, you know, like if you get some ants or something, and usually I just grab some Windex or yeah. something, pop, pop, yep. and it, they're gone like that. Yep. I sprayed Mr. Floor Cleaning because it was the closest container I what had. I it, it was blue, and you figured it would work. Sure. <laughs> I sprayed it on, and the ants walked right through it. They could have oh, cared less. Oh, they probably drink it. Yeah, yeah they could have cared less. <laughs> I mean... What's in it that is not killing my ants? Well, you know, what's not in it is anything harmful, which was the whole point, <laughs> really, which was the whole point of, of, of when we developed the product line. Yeah. You know, you'll never see on the label uh, where it says, you know, kills 99.9%. We don't 
that's not what our technology is. Our technology is specifically designed to lift dirt. Okay. So all we want to do is basically change the surface tension of whatever that dirt or contaminant is. And then you take a paper towel, a, a cloth, a t-shirt, whatever you're going to use to, you know, to wipe and just wipe the floor. Sure. And that's it. And it's, it, we're looking for that dirt to release cleanly off the floor, leave nothing behind. And that's it. That's why those ants had no problem with our, with our cleaning stuff. They could have cared yeah. less. Yeah. They just got cleaned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they a little they, shower. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now, uh, people are spreading salt all over the place. Yeah. Uh, they're walking yep. in with, uh, snowy boots, muddy boots. They're tracking that stuff throughout the house. How can we protect our floors in in this type of weather right now? We you should be uh, using our cleaning product on a regular basis. <laughs> okay, you know the, the natural, one thing, natural stone cleaner. That there too. Yeah, yeah. that's there right. You go. Yeah. So, you know, there there's a, a misconception. You know, people have these boot trays. I was thinking about this this morning. Yeah. Everybody's got these boot trays. Yes. I got I got one. Yeah. Everybody does, right? Yeah. So what do they do? They throw their catch wet... Catch sand. Exi- they catch the sand. Okay, Rich, we <laughs> understand. my flip-flops. We understand. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, we, we use sand to, to, to take care of the ice in Chicago here, Rich, so we get sand yeah, too. Exactly. Just saying. <laughs> so, um, the, the challenge, and you get it with dog bowls and, and when you put a mat underneath there, you don't want to get moisture underneath that. Right. Okay, so you want to make sure you lift that stuff up on a regular basis so that you're not trapping moisture against your floor. So that's another thing that we talk about when we're actually talking to clients in their homes is how to protect your floor and everything else. So um, obviously you want, we want you to use our cleaning products because they're going to maintain uh, the, the look of the floor and everything else. Sure. But there are things that the cleaning products aren't going to fix, which is water damage, which can happen a lot with that. Well, it just lays back down, right? It can mm. sometimes. <laughs> it's, sometimes. If, if it's nice, if you're lucky, right? <laughs> yeah. You're lucky. Yeah. Depends on how long you wait, Ron. For sure, like letting the refrigerator run for a weekend while you're gone. Ouch. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah. So, has it laid down yet? No. Okay. No, it's still. <laughs> I, 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 I was just wondering. I still. Have well, once you get the moisture content back <clears throat> to around eight nine percent, they can refinish it for you. Sure. Yeah. No, no, it's it's there. It's it's just that you've got good traction when you spin right from the freezer, getting the ice cream out, and you spin oh, to. You take go. off got it you've got good traction it's like there. runner's blocks you know? exactly. like sprinter blocks. there you go yeah. can you explain <laughs> to the listeners what you're talking about when the when the floor gets wet the the boards will cup and curl which kind of floor wood floor okay so it, the wood floors will cup and curl now if i had luxury vinyl tile it'd be fine it yeah would, correct matter. but i've got real wood floors so then all those little boards cup and they curl up and on the ends they're sticking up so a lot of times once the water gets out of it and it dries out, they'll lay back down, uh, but you'll still see there will be a little gap. But yeah, I had no mo- Most people like to have their floors flat. Yeah. How did you get water all over? The water line to the ice maker broke whilst we were out of town. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So how long was it? It was just dripping or leaking? or uh-huh. just-, just It was running, yeah. <gasps> yeah, that's Two terrible. Days. We see that so often. This, this, enough that the sump pump downstairs in the crawl space was going oh. off. Oh, that's... <laughs> so that that's a that's a pretty good amount yeah 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 so you know but when whenever that sort of thing happens ron we always tell our clients just you know wait and be patient because you know there is a very good chance that you know as that floor dries out you know it can almost flatten out i mean it depends on how much water over what period of time 
where did that water collect or did it run straight through, you know, yeah. like into a, a crawl space or something like that. Yeah. Um, but in many cases, pleasantly surprised. I mean, we tell our clients, you know, just, just wait, time is on your side, put a fan, put a dehumidifier, dry it out. Yep. And let's reevaluate it. And sure. if it if it can lay down naturally on its own, let it do it. Sure. Otherwise, you get some nice traction blocks. That's right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Speed bumps. Speed bumps. Yeah. So yeah, it. it um. It, I mean, it laid down. It's not bad, but it, it definitely is going to require your attention. Yeah. You know, and, and what's funny is people think that you know if you put enough polyurethane on a wood floor, it's like like liquid plastic or something. Sure. Like it'll prevent all water from ever. You know, reaching the wood floor is just simply not true. I mean, the polyurethane is semi-permeable, right? So if you spill a little bit of water, it'll it'll kind of puddle, but eventually it's going to get absorbed and it's going to you know cause damage. In your case, that's a catastrophic event. I mean, sure. there, there's no way any amount of polyurethane can prevent something. Oh like no, that. oh no. But you'd be surprised. People call. You know, even our clients will call and say, "Well, hey, I, I thought you put enough polyurethane on my floor." Why, why did water penetrate? Yes. Well, you know, yeah. and that's a question that comes <laughs> yes. up all the time. Polyurethane yes. is not waterproof. Yeah. What's the point then? It's a wear layer to protect the actual floor. From water? No. no. From foot traffic. From foot traffic. No. Yes. <laughs> Robbie, you know those old school tables in those, in those uh, uh, restaurants that had I'm like- I'm going to come over there like, and hug you. Like no. Two, <laughs> like two inches of plastic yes. on them? Okay, that's not what polyurethane is. So polyurethane is designed to be absorbed by the wood. We typically apply three, sometimes four coats. And it's basically designed to preserve the floor, protect it against wear, and give it a little bit of moisture resistance. But that's that's the extent of it. Because keep in mind, wood floors are expanding and contracting, and that polyurethane is designed to snap off at the seams. So it, it, there's cr- every, every piece of board has a little hairline crack in right. that finish. As that board expands and contracts. Yeah, so it's designed to do that. So we have to make it elastic. We have to make it malleable, and it has to be able to snap off at those seams. Otherwise, it pulls and cracks and does all kinds of terrible things. So you can't put a plastic coating on the floor. (laughs) No, that's why I always never understood when they say sprinkle, and I know this is wrong, when you have a squeaky floor to sprinkle talcum powder in between the cracks. I'm like, Mm -hmm. how can there be cracks if there's a seal. See? Very typical misconception. Oh, I thought he was going to say something else. Oh. <laughs> and then you have to clean off that talcum powder with Mr. Floor Cleaner. Yeah. Very typical wrong answer, Robbie, or something no, like that. No, 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 no. But yeah, no. I never understood. You have a, a floor like this with a seam here. How are you supposed to sprinkle? Everybody see this? Yeah, on, sure. Who's listening? I'm watching. And if you sprinkle powder here, how's the powder going to get there if there's a coat across that? No, but there's not. So the you coat doesn't not. go across it. No. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Why didn't somebody tell me this a hundred years ago? We just did. And now you know. (laughs) And knowing is half the battle. Sure. (laughs) Sure. And that's how that water gets in there. Like when you track it in, if you've got wood floors right up to your front door. Sure. Then, then it's going to be an issue. But like what Aaron was saying earlier, you know, dog uh, water bowls, mm-hmm. huge problem. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll have clients call us, whether it's our you know previous client or or you know just some random client uh, that calls in with damage caused by the lapping uh, of the water from that water bowl. And it, what sure. happens is it spills over the edges, yep. and then it goes underneath. They don't move the bowl because they just keep refilling you know with sure. water. Six months later, they, you know, the cleaning person comes in and maybe moves the ball over, you know, three inches, and all of a sudden they see it's all rotted and it's black underneath. Yes. Because that moisture can't go anywhere and it can't and rots and destroys the floor. Same mm-hmm. thing yeah. happens with plants. That's there what happened go. to me. Yeah. I, the dog bowl thing, I have a little mat, mm-hmm. but I have a like a ficus tree, mm-hmm. and that's what happened yep. a long time ago. And then there's a big round black yep. ring. Yeah. 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 You always know where your plant goes. 
Does <laughs> anybody else have a question about this? 877-711-5611. Just saying. Just saying. See, All we right. always use those little racks and things. You elevate the dog's dishes and bowls. And it's right. really not so the mm-hmm. dog's more comfortable. It's I don't want it on the floor. Right. right. Well, and then the plants, too. They, you know, we've got we've got those little coaster things underneath the plant so right. they can be moved around. Yeah, the main thing is is you have to allow uh, air, air to get underneath. I mean, you have to allow that air to, to come across the floor and basically dry out any... It's okay for water to kind of drip and spill onto the floor as long as it dries out. It's when it's mm-hmm. completely, you know, that water bowl or that ficus plant is sitting directly on the floor, completely covering that surface and water gets underneath and it has no way to uh, basically evaporate, and mm-hmm. the only place it can go is it gets absorbed by the wood and then causes damage. Right, and we so. got about a minute left. We're talking with Mr. Floor here. Oh, not even. All right. Uh, about a minute ago. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take another break here, and uh, we got the tip of the week, and uh, we'll be back right after this. Thanks, guys. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. You see this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm going to find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, we're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And if you want to help support the show, you can go to Patreon.com slash Mighty House. And this, if you, for a dollar a month, you'll be entered in a chance to win the uh, Klein Tool of the, month. of the month, and this month is the dual laser infrared thermometer. This thing's pretty wicked. So, if you want to, uh, wicked. it it is wicked. So for a what, buck, you just get back from Boston. Uh huh. Get your pocket <laughs> car over by the bar. <laughs> yes, I did, Rich. That's exactly it. So, uh, if you go to patreoncom backslash Mighty House, you can uh, enter for that, and then also. Uh, with a minor upgrade uh, per month, you get access to uh, a bunch of other exclusive content right there. Patreon.com slash Mighty House. All right. And if somebody wants a newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Uh, go over to MightyHouse.net. Click on the contact page. Just fill first, last name, email address. Click on submit. And every Friday, you'll get a copy of the newsletter to let you know who's going to be on the show and some links and possible topics. Possible topics. If possible. We've, if we've got Possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got Mr. Floor in here. They're hanging out. Uh, we're going to do the tip of the week. And then uh, when we come and back then? after the top of the hour, uh, we're going to talk uh, humidity in the house and, and find out what humidity we should keep in the house. I think, I'm thinking like 10, 15% is probably going to be good for yeah, the good floor. Yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. Good luck with that. So we're going to find you want out. a smaller house, that'll work out just yeah, for yeah. you. So we're going to find out exactly what the humidity level should be in your house after the uh, top of the hour. We got the tip of the week coming up right now. Are you ready to go, Rich? I am. Okay, Sparky. Beautiful. All right. So it's kind of funny. I had this pop up during the week here. This whole thing. Get like, it? It's funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Not really funny. Oh, ha 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 ha. 
So we had this thing pop up. Oh, squirrel. Um, we had this thing <laughs> pop up during the week uh, where it's just a matter of what you're calling something with, you know, tile patterns. So, you know, I'm fortunate to work with some of the best designers in the country. And, you know, and while yeah. we build some really high end homes, uh, I keep records on all of them. So I know what all my stuff should cost. So we do everything on a square footage basis, right? You have historical data on average what it costs you to do certain things per square foot. Sure. So it, anything from lighting fixtures to tile to trim to, hell, even concrete masonry. Right. So we always keep all that. But when it comes to doing your floor finishes, you can do different trim levels, but everybody has a different budget. And believe it or not, we're still price conscious. That's why we track all that stuff. Yeah. Well, um, you got to know how to price the house. That's right. <laughs> you still, even on a on a large budget, you still have to price that house out. So, exactly. So you do the same thing with floor finishes, and you know we always try to keep track of all that. So we do it. But so today's tip of the week is talking about how you can squeeze a little more out of your tile budget. So okay. I've been doing a little sideshow with Jennifer because she's actually just tiled her first bathroom floor this week. Yes, yes. she posted. It was great, that. Jennifer. Yeah. Yes, and it looks great, and. um so there's like basically three main categories to your tile. You're going to have you know ceramic, porcelain, and then natural stone. So in ceramics, typically the least expensive, and stone used to be the most expensive. But <laughs> some of the large format porcelains really getting up there. Yep. Um, but it's really great stuff. But it, it can be costly. But what I wanted to talk about was how you lay the tile. Not so much the actual how to lay it, the pattern. Right. So the pattern makes a huge difference. So. And just to bluntly put it, mm -hmm. you can mix up the way you lay a cheap tile and make it look like it's a lot more expensive. But just because the, the the way it's laid looks so much nicer. Right. Right. So if you if you have like a standard subway tile that you're getting for fifty nine cents a piece, mm -hmm. um, you could you could set that. But you could, you're talking about how we actually lay those out in a brick pattern versus some other way, right? Exactly, exactly that. So let's talk about some of that. So a stack bond or a straight lay. A stack so bond. A stack bond or a straight lay. That's where the tile is laid either side by side or, but either way, they're stacked straight up and down. In other words, there's no stagger to the grout joints. Okay. So, you know, if it's a 12 by 12 floor, it's always corner to corner. It's just a straight lay. Right. Right. So then you can go to what they call a, ha uh, a, a subway, uh -huh. a common bond, or a half stagger. They're all the same thing. It's a half lap. So if it's a six by 12, you move the tile up six inches, right? So you have this half stagger, half the tile. Sure. Jennifer, that is what you laid your bathroom floor, a half stagger. And that actually adds interest to that floor. It looks far nicer than if you would have done a straight lay with just 12 by 12. So it looks like a plain floor. Yep. So by just doing that half stagger, she took an inexpensive 12 by 12 and made it look a lot better. It's more right. pleasing. Correct. Then you can go to a third stagger. Now, the third stagger is usually recommended on a long plank floor. Right. So and, if and, you're doing something like 12 by 48, you want to use a third stagger. And that's not just for the look. It's because when you get into large format, you have lippage. You what? have a better chance no? of having lippage. No lippage, Mr. Floor? Lippage? We don't like lippage, Ron. <laughs> no, we don't like lippage. Yeah. So it's much easier to lay it on thirds and get rid of that lippage. But yeah. in, in, I use the flat lines anyway because those things really work well to get rid of lippage. Yeah. But you also have to, when you get into that really large format tile, you also have to 
kind of eyeball that thing. Some of those porcelain tiles, the cheaper ones, they got a nasty hook in them, and and yep. they're not oh, flat. Yeah. So, well, that's and we're not even going there. But you know those little squares they sell that you, little spacers that you're supposed to put in the corners and that. Yeah. Worst idea ever. Do not try to use those. Not the way they're designed. But the problem is, is the tiles typically not square. Right. So if you start putting these things in there and trying to jam it all tight, the floor starts running off. And depending on this, if it's a bathroom, you probably get away with it. Mm-hmm. But in a kitchen or a larger space, all of a sudden, by the time you get to the other wall, you're off, and it's like frustrating as hell. So I just like snap lines and flat lines. Okay. All right. So a soldier course <laughs> is typically where you put a tile that's a rectangle and you stand it on edge and you put it side by side. Okay. So it's like your brick over the top of a window. You usually have a soldier course. Right. So that is a simple way to lay one of your tiles. And then you get into basket weaves and parquets. Butter. Yes. Come on. Marjorie. Come on. Those are where you're laying two-dimensional with one above, and then you can do a herringbone, which is similar, but that takes a little bit more work. Uh-huh. And then when you get into like the chevron and diamond patterns, those are easy, but those usually require a specialty tile. They're made to do that. Right. So they are diamond-shaped or uh, parallelograms. Right. Now, those, you could, you know, if you're doing a natural stone, then you could actually cut all of those pieces if you had a wet saw. Uh, sure. You could start cutting all that stuff can up. Can you be- say labor intensive? Oh, sure, I can. Can you spell parallelogram? No. <laughs> no, no. I, I barely spell my name. Leave me alone at that. I, I'm not doing all much right. more. So that's basic ways of laying tiles. So you can go online and you can look up different floor patterns. But what I'm talking about is you can still take inexpensive tiles. If you were to lay a foyer in your in your house and you did a border using plank flooring, and you did a border three rows around in a running bond so that it is creates a big square. Mm-hmm. Then you go diagonally with the same flooring or a different flooring in the center of that square. You have now created something visually appealing, and it does not have to be expensive tile. It could be 59 cents a square foot. Right. And one of the my favorites is a shower I did years ago on a house I built in Flossmore, and we bought cheap subway tile, and we did the standard subway tile lay you know the half stagger right. on the wall of the shower up about four feet okay then we did two soldier courses and then above that did a stack bond a straight stack bond okay that shower probably had three hundred dollars in material in it if it was that much right uh, but it looked like a million bucks probably about five thousand in tile. labor right <laughs> <laughs> no it's still fairly easy to lay because you're yeah. just throwing up you know it's a cheap tile and it's easy to cut you right. stand there with the you know, tile cutter on a box, on a bucket. Yep. So Rock and think roll. about that when you go to layer floors. Think about the patterns to give it, kick it up. And That's right. All right, cool. Uh, that was the tip of the week, and we'll be back with more right after this news break. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. 